Are you ready to podcast? Why did you pick that to I don't start know. episode 83 <laughs> of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast? Have you seen that video? Yes. Okay, we're going to have to cue that up for because I'm sure there are like five listeners who know what that video is. All you have to search is like Comcast Sportsnet 83 guy. You might just be able to type in 83 guy into YouTube. It is like... We're going to have to put a picture up on the Instagram of this guy because he's, like, fucking ridiculous. But uh, this 83 is a joke that makes the rounds all the time. Yes. Um, do you want me to pull it up? Because it's a minute-long video. Um, why don't you pull it up? We can skip through a little bit. You just have to... Yeah, there it is. Clark is from Des Plaines. He's going to try his hand at Bears Trivia. Here we go, Clark. You ready? Yes. All right. $10 question. In what year did the Bears clinch the NFC North in a Christmas Day game against the Packers? 83. And there you go. <laughs> you just have to see this guy yeah you have to see the guy that's a that's a good point i can't tell if like he is hammered or special it could be both a little bit of both maybe um but shout out to clark from displays who i don't know maybe he's dead could be um why are we recording okay today is 2013 January 24th, and this is airing like two weeks after because you texted me and you said, should we record today? And I said, we already You said have... Crawdad Man. That's all you yeah. said. <laughs> okay. I definitely just said Crawdad Man, but you know what I meant. I meant by we already recorded an episode last week to air this week. Yes. So what do we need to record for? And then you go, you're like, oh, uh, ice golf is next weekend or whatever yes so I that's won't... correct actually all you just said was ice golf is here next or is, is next weekend ice golf is here next weekend which means that you're not available next weekend and i said well you should have fucking led with that well yes which uh, is the most classic pj move ever is to like ask really weird fucking questions and not tell anybody why until they have like until they ask it from you. Yeah, well, yeah, cuz then you get an honest response. I I always give you an honest that, response. Uh, yeah, that's but that's not across the board. Yeah, that's fair, but like don't give me the across no, the board everyone treatment. Get, everyone gets the business. Yeah, I have earned the this guy's going to tell me the truth no matter what I say. Yeah. I can't keep it in. That's why. Like, I can't not tell you the truth because I can't fucking keep it in. So, um, all right. Can we talk about ice golf first before we get to the next part? Yeah. So, um, I mean, ice golf is just a yearly tournament uh, hosted by one of my friends. And it's uh, like a $20 entry fee that uh, goes to charity. And um, it's last year or last year was 10 holes. Uh, because he mapped out the course and the ninth hole was like a hundred yards from where we started. So he added a 10th hole so he could get back to the finish line. So it's kind of a loose operation, but where is it? Uh, it's in Lake Zurich. And then is it just golf outside? It's yeah, it's on the lake. So if it, oh, you're, you're on the actual lake. Yeah. Okay. Um, what color balls do you use? Um, I, I usually use something like red or 
black is a good one actually can you just like spray paint them yeah i've i've colored one with a sharpie before <laughs> it works it Kristen asked what it was and i'm like i don't fucking know i'm assuming it's golf outside i didn't know it was golfing on a lake but like golfing outside in january just sounds like miserable yeah it's um it's it's usually pretty good and there's uh the the rules I think are you only get one ball. I think that's a rule, but you can only use one club. How f- like how long are these holes? Mm, it depends. Like so, they're usually like a hundred or two hundred yards. Okay. Um. And so you have like, do you have to putt or what? Is it? Like yeah. A, is it like? Yeah. So the the putting the green is all um. It's like a big cleared out area of just so it's just straight ice, and then where the where the t or where the flag is, they use a uh, ice fishing auger. So it's like that, you know, like a six inch wide hole. Yeah, and then um, and then he takes like a regular drill and drills out in the middle of that to put the flag stick in. So it just goes down like a quarter inch into the ice. Um, so the ball is not like going into the water. So you, okay. So say you bring like a seven iron, that's what you putt with and everything. Yep. What are you working with? An eight? I have an eight iron. I don't do even. So I have a a strong eight iron. Can you, you, okay. Do you golf in pairs or is it just every man for, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a free for all we do. Uh, we do a shotgun start cause last year there was like probably 40 people. So how loose of an operation? Because when I, the first time I went to a golf outing that was a shotgun start, I thought it was like a legit shotgun that fires like a track meet. Like that's how they start it. Cause that's how they should start for ice golf. Uh, and, well, we don't use a shotgun. We, you, uh, we usually use an M80. Okay. Same thing then. Good yeah, idea. Good yeah, idea. So that, that's usually the, that's usually the, uh, the signifying starting horn, I guess is what you would say. Explosives on ice. Very good idea. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we do that in the, in the middle where there's no hole. So, you know, it's fine. Um, but yeah, like one, one year we've had, like our group has been like 10 people for playing <laughs> one hole. It's a, it's such a crapshoot, but it's so fun. Um, okay. So this is in Lake Zurich, which is what, like 20 minutes from here? Not even. Yeah. yeah. Um, it hasn't been that cold out. Uh, it's been, it's actually been. We've had like a week of cold weather. Uh, a little bit more. I mean, I was, I was actually looking out today. There was, uh, there's like 20 people out on the ice today. And there was one guy who's ripping across the ice on his four wheeler with three people on it. Um, I know you live, you live by the launch, but like, so you're close to the shore. Um, and yesterday or two days ago, you saw some heavy machinery yeah, Bob, sinking. A bobcat fell through. Uh, they were plowing where the ice rink is right here. Uh, they were plowing that off and the bobcat fell through. It was, it was in like three feet of water, but so how did they, did they take the bobcat like on the launch or how did they get, um, no, I'm, they, that beach right there is park district. Oh, okay. and so they just came in from the other side. Okay. Or they came in from this side cause the fence is double gate that opens to like 15 feet wide. So that's like the dumbest thing ever because now they're going to have to shovel that ice rink by hand for the rest of time. Most likely. Yes. Cause they're gonna be like, Nope, you're not allowed anymore. You yeah. can't bring the Bobcat out there. I mean, maybe they'll have a, they'll, maybe they'll let them use a, uh, a snowblower. <laughs> Probably. I, I would hope so. <laughs> um, 
Did you see it happen? No, I oh. I was I was getting home from work and I saw like the that like giant recovery crane thing parked back here. I was like, what the fuck is going on over here? So I looked out I was looking out the window and I was like, Oh, a bobcat fell through the ice. Okay. When I'm in a skid steer, I always leave like the windows open even when it's cold out, just so you can like hear stuff around you. So like if I went down, water would be coming in real quick and I'd have to use like the emergency glass kick out shit. Um, I just wanted to know how long it took that guy to get out of there. Yeah, I have no idea because it was it, it was already that had already been done. Like the the tow truck things were here to rescue it from the lake the corner car wasn't here so he probably made it yeah i mean i like i said it's it's in it was in like three feet of ice you can see in the picture like the whole front of it is still out of the ice just the back kind of fell through peach you can drown in an inch of water everybody knows that (laughs) uh i think maybe his feet might have gotten wet Cold feet will kill you when you're working outside, man, I tell you. I think he probably left for the day, and he might not have a job anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think he left on his own terms. Um, if he did, he won't be welcomed back on his own terms. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there. if anybody's looking for a park district job in Wakanda, please let us know. We have an in. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to drive a skid steer? <laughs> That's like the easiest thing. It takes like two fu- If you've played video games, you can drive a skid steer. <laughs> Do you know how to tell if the ice is thick enough for a skid steer? <laughs> that's what I, that's what I was saying when when you said ice golf. I'm like, I don't know if this could be like. I mean, I get that they're walking, so it's no big deal. But like a big group of people will eventually weigh a, bu- a bunch. But whatever. Yeah, I think like I I don't know why they thought that, that was a good idea because I, I think it's like twelve inches is like um enough for a car it's like 12 or 13 inches i think yeah um and i imagine that the the skid steer weighs roughly the same as a toyota camry or something like that you know and yeah but you know it as long as what is it i think it's like five inches is the ideal thickness if you're just going to be out on the ice like walking for a person Yeah, yeah yeah then you're good it's a good size yeah. Um, speaking of the sea, do you want to do you want to tell everybody what the fuck you were sending me? Um, so I don't. Well, first off, you just mentioned it, and I thought you were talking about like ice fishing houses. Oh, like shanty. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So I it it's absolutely blowing up on TikTok. Has been sea shanties. It's there's a hashtag shanty talk. Which is, you know, it, it's really good stuff. So I guess I don't have TikTok. I think we've mentioned this before. but Even though it's like on brand for you. I know. It's, uh, it's, invaded, it's invaded Instagram. I came across it a couple of days ago. And uh, it, I guess on, on TikTok, like if someone posts a video, someone can repost a video and like sing over what the other person was doing. And so this guy who is a... Po- um, a postal worker in um, in London or Scotland in Scotland was uh, he just posted someone like requested for him to sing this song uh, and then he posted it and then it just like absolutely blew up and it has like something like 60 million views or something like that. And I guess I was digging into it and um, over the weekend he quit his job as a postal worker and he got a record deal. 
So yeah. <laughs> Do you is that the one you were playing when I walked in? Uh yeah, the this so this is this is the original well this is one, two, three, four people added on to the original video. And the original video is the guy singing at the beginning, and then you can hear everyone else come in. Ship that to see the name of the ship was a belly of tea. The winds blew up her bow up down below my belly boys blow. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. She had not been two weeks from shore and... So you get the idea. So, okay, by this point, the Bernie meme is like completely like dead and buried and decaying, whatever. Um, you, it started because you texted me like, oh, I like these Bernie memes are so played out already, blah, blah, blah. And it had been like 24 hours and it was like the rise of the Phoenix and they were all funny going up. And then like after 12 hours, they just like it, all went down. Really? Yeah. It really just was oversaturated. Very fast. When my six year old nephew was sending me Bernie memes with Mackenzie and himself in them. Like that's how, you know, it had already gone like, yeah, full course. It had gone full circle. And then you're like, yeah, but I can really get behind these sea shanty videos or whatever. And so you, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So you sent them to me and it was just like guys driving in a car with a ship's wheel. Yeah. And that's some what guy, I thought it was. Some guy like zip tied a, a ship wheel to his Jeep Wrangler steering wheel to drive around and sing sea shanties for his TikTok. Well, so I thought it was just like they called the term of using a ship's wheel in your car a sea shanty. No. And well, that's what I thought it was. And I was like, oh, of course, like PJ's going to go buy a fucking ship's wheel and put it on his thing, whatever. Um, and then you're like, oh, the song, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So sea shanty refers to the, to the, uh, to work songs of the whaling ships. Cause for you to send any, for anyone to send me anything that like requires sound, I have to be in, like, the perfect mood. One, I have to be in a good, like, open mood for anything. And then, like, no one can be around me. Because I hate when people, like, watch things on their phone with sound. So, like, I am definitely against it. So, like, it has to be the perfect world. And I'm like, I I think I know what they're singing, but... A whole new world. I just uh, imagine the scene from the other guys when they're in the bar. And Will Ferrell sings that, like... Siemens tune. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I like I went really deep down the rabbit hole of uh, sea shanties via TikTok and Instagram. I was doing some googling. How do you do? You just get them on Instagram because isn't TikTok? If you watch like one TikTok, because Cav will send like a hundred, and if I'm in the mood, I'll watch one, and then you go to watch another one, and they're like, "Nope, you need the app." Yeah. Um, it was just, I don't I was doing it through Google on my computer so it would oh, just like okay. come up as a video I don't know but also they like there people are just re people just violently repost TikToks to their Instagrams so. that's all they do they just yeah. like well, that was something we want to talk about before like people who think that like it's okay to like share memes and stuff but the people who think they're like comedians by like ripping someone else's meme or video or something and posting it on their own page like that is the most pathetic attempt at humor yeah 
It's, I mean, come on, come up with your own stuff. Yeah, it's like it, everybody else fucking copies shit online, so why don't you just fucking do what they do and, like, pretend like you didn't see it, even though the same tweet is word for word? Yeah. That was, like, the tweet going around. Kristen sent it to me because um, there was a judge on Guy's Grocery Games who, who tweeted it, and it was like, oh, um, I can't wait for two more weeks to go by when my mom sends me, like, Bernie memes on Facebook or whatever. And I told her, I'm like, I, I don't... This guy does not seem like a joke stealer, like his Twitter is not like a funny place or whatever. I think he thought it was an original thought, but I've seen that tweet by like 20 different people already. Yeah, I sent it to you, and I don't think it was from the same person. Okay, was it from Troy the Boy Johnson? I'm pulling it up right now. Um, but yeah, like that. that's, yeah, come on. Come on, guy. That was something that, like, really fucking bugged me during... It wasn't the election. This has been on the, our fucking sheet to talk about for, like, ever. Uh, people who post memes on stories and think they're comedians. Who? Who? It's Troy Johnson. Is that the... Uh, yeah, that's the guy. But okay. I've seen it by, like, ten yeah. different people. It's yeah. all... What meme account was that from? Because it might have been the same meme account that she sent it from. The funny introvert. Yep. Yep. Which... Oh, Okay, there was one funny thing. I was listening to an interview on Ryan Philippi. You know him? Yeah. Uh, former lover of Reese Witherspoon and teenage slash current heartthrob. Um, he was talking about, like, they mentioned, they're like, oh, hey, like, we heard you're really into memes. And he was like, oh, you have no idea. And they're <laughs> like, uh, care to elaborate on that? And he was like, okay, so... I'm in this meme group on Instagram, and they were like, what is that? And he's like, oh, I'll tell you. He's like, it's me, it's John Mayer, and then he rattled off like all the big meme accounts like Shithead Steve and Grape Juice Boys, all like the big ones. Oh, and he was like, I was, I was a very early adopter of the Grape Juice Boys. So was Big Salami. Um so he's in a group with all of them and John Mayer. And he said, it's him and John Mayer. And they're like, hey, we have an idea for a meme if you want to do it. And then they just like write out what the idea is. And then like one of the guys will like make it. Or so something. they just like describe what they think a good meme would be. And then some, one of the meme accounts just fires one out. That's what it is. And That's he was incredible. Like, he was like, of all the things, he's like, aside from like when my kids were born, he was like, of all the movies and shows I've done, he's like, when they use one of my memes, he's like, that's the most fulfilling thing I've ever had in my life. That's so good. Yeah. He, in an interview, like seemed like the most normal fucking dude not like weird hollywood celebrity normal like just a regular guy you know who else seems uh, a lot like that john is, mayer well yes john mayer is absolutely the man <laughs> but uh no i was gonna say henry cavill is he yeah i've seen some interviews with him where he's just like there's one there's one interview that like really sticks out where it was um they were interviewing him after, I think, like maybe season one of The Witcher. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about like the Witcher video game. And then he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm a, I'm a big game guy. And the, and the, the interviewer's like, oh, uh, like PS4, or Xbox One. He's like, Psh, PC. <laughs> Dork. Yeah. Um, so the only, like, I'm only familiar with him through Mission Impossible Fallout. So, like, I know nothing about him except that, like, he played a really great fucking prick in that movie. Yeah, he, um, I mean, he was, what else was he? He, he was, was in Superman, yeah, but he I didn't was, watch those. He was Superman. That was the, Fallout was the movie that cost 
Warner Brothers or whatever like $25 million because they had they had to do reshoots, but he was in the middle of shooting Mission Impossible Fallout, and Christopher McQuarrie said that he's not allowed to shave his mustache to like get him to not have to do the reshoots. And Warner Brothers is like, okay, cool, that's fine. We'll take him back, and we'll just like digitally remove it. Well, it ended up costing him like $25 million. To, to remove his mustache? Which if like... Okay, so you have you seen all of those, the DC, you um, movies, whatever. Yeah, yes, I'm looking at the Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Justice League. Yeah, I only watched Wonder Woman, which like I thought was like very average. Um, the other ones I heard were like all significantly worse, so I didn't even bother watching them. But like, if you have to spend twenty five million dollars to edit out a guy's mustache, like that has to be a red flag for. We made a bad movie. Yeah, that's that's a little bit ridiculous. Like, we have to have him back on set. I don't care how much it costs to get him back on set, but, like, what we have in the can is not good enough. Yeah, that's dicey. He was good in The Man from Uncle, too. Uh, I didn't see that either. Good movie. Is that... A good movie, good movie. Comic book movie, too. Good movie. Uh, Why does that sound familiar? What kind no, of it was a... Uh, it might have been a comic book, actually. Um it was a TV show, like, in the 60s? Okay, so it was a remake. Yeah. And UNCLE is an acronym for some shit that I don't know what it is, but it is. Yes. Okay. Correct. Um, do you want to talk about the comic book that you got that is a number one from some guy who wrote it? Oh. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about things to talk about. And I'm like, oh, we can talk about this, that, and the other. And then you're like, ooh, we can talk about the new number one comic. Whatever. Yeah, the um, – which I, there was – Punisher. I, there, was a, there was a Hallmark day. <laughs> Dude, the way I was – I got to find it in the text because the way I was reading it um, – it's I hate, uh, yeah. I hate. While you're while you're looking it up, it was it's uh, Punisher War Zone number one signed by John Romita. John Romita is a uh, artist for Marvel. Okay, got it at a good price. You said we could also discuss how I I just scored Punisher War Zone number one signed by John Romita. Yep. I don't. That's when did you send said. this? I must have like sometime last night. Yeah, it was in the evening. I wasn't in bed or anything, but like I didn't read it right away, and I was in like a haze when I did read it, and I like couldn't make sense of it. It's why I didn't respond until actually I didn't respond at all. Um, I like I read it, and I'm like I think it was like we can discuss how Punisher Warzone number one. And then I thought you said, like, with John Romita, whose name I don't know who it is. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what any of that means. So, like, I'm just not going to respond. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just uh, it's an interesting one. There, there's some, like, um, it's sitting on the table. It's underneath that X-Men. Um, I, I got an uncanny X-Men number 500 because it was the ep- or it was the it was the book that. So there was a contestant on Deal or No Deal, and the the deal he was offered was like some uh, some amount of like eighty thousand dollars. Plus, he was drawn into a a, a, a book of Uncanny X Men, and he was like Deal, <laughs> <laughs> and I found it on eBay for like three dollars and bought it. Deal or No Deal, I like. 
I wish they made like micro episodes of it where they just like cut out everything and it's just like 10 minutes or 10 seconds of them deciding whether or not to take the deal or whatever because like they make it like they make a fucking hour long episode of the show or whatever and like I just want to see these people make a deal or not make a deal. Okay, so I 100% agree with you. I would I would be super okay with instead of there's like all the back and forth and all this do yeah. like they just you can cut out all of that, but just do all of their picks. Yeah, like that's what like I just want to see like. So they're like case one, and then they show what case one is. Then they show the offer, and then they do deal or no deal, and then they just keep rolling through. They could they could fit you know six ten minute episodes. In, I would love that into an hour. You know, like that would be so much better. And I would like to also point out that um, lately. At work, when we take lunch on the Game Show Network, is the hour-long run of Deal or No Deal. Mm-hmm. And so we'll usually catch catch most of that, depending on when we go to lunch. But then afterwards is an hour of the match game, usually 75 or 76. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to... I need to, it annoys Sean so bad. He's like, I'm like, no, 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 we need to leave on the match game. I need to see what Richard Dawson's wearing today. (laughs) Cause he usually has some like pretty weird outfits, but also a lot of the time he has like a really stellar mustache. (laughs) He's wearing like a corduroy sport coat and a red turtleneck and a big gold chain. Hey, Richard Dawson. What's with the shitty questions? (laughs) Um, Kristen, Game Show Network is the only TV channel that Kristen knows by heart. I think it's like two thirty three. I don't know it by heart, but she, okay, that she does. That's like I'll give her the remote if I'm leaving somewhere. Like say today, like I, football was on, I give her the remote. She just clicks in like two thirty three and sets it down. Doesn't care what's on it. That's just the channel that's going to be on TV until she decides to like stream something. That's that's good. I like that. <clears throat> She's a big family. Family Feud is her number one on that show. Speaking of Richard Dawson, he was the original host. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you looking <coughs> I, I can hear you typing sometimes. And I'm like, what are you looking up? Um, no, I'm, I'm actually pulling up what is on the game show network right now so we can know what Kristen's watching. I, she's probably watching The Flight Attendant. It's Family Feud. Okay, she's probably watching The Flight Attendant. She's been watching that because she read the book or whatever. Um, it's Steve Harvey Family Feud, though. Steve Harvey Family Feud is great because Steve Harvey hates white people, and it's so good to watch him like rip on them. Oh, my God. It's Family Feud from 4.30 until 11.30 on the Game Show Network today. Which isn't even aggressive if you compare it to MTV, who shows ridiculousness from Friday at like 8 a.m. until Monday at 8 a.m. That's nonstop. so good. Oh, and it gets better because they have on they have it on MTV2, and then they have some other station. And so, like, they all just keep airing. That's good stuff. And I don't know, I don't know, like, what their reasoning is behind it because, like, obviously, it's the best show that sells ads for them. And I wonder if it's just, like, bars or people at home just put it on as, like, background TV because you don't have to, like, hear anything. Yeah, that's a good. I, I, I've definitely seen that on a TV at, at the bar. Yeah, it's one of those, sure. like, 
dumb. Like you can just put it on. And you don't have to work. Like if you're if you're not yeah, and on a it's not like skate. you don't you don't have to really commit to anything. You can glance up and be like, oh yeah, that guy fell off his bike, and then you do, you know then you're done. It's mindless humor, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's why, but I I don't know because it's impossible to like. The only time, if you miss an episode of like whatever show is currently airing, the only time you can watch it is when they do a marathon of it the day it airs. So like the challenge is Wednesday. So if you missed an episode, they just air a marathon of that season until the new episode. <laughs> Same thing with Jersey Shore and all that shit. Um, I what, one time was flying to uh, Los Angeles on Virgin. And Virgin has like the... See or had, I guess, because they're not. Um, I don't think they're doing like service anymore, but they had the like seat back TV screens, and you could, you know, like pay a couple bucks for HBO or movies. But they just had like right re- a bunch of regular cable channels that you could just pop on for free. And I happened to get on the plane, I was like clicking around. And I ended up on Comedy Central, and it was like a five-hour marathon of like season one and two of Workaholics. And I was like, oh. "Fuck yeah!" You know, do you have Hulu, or you just have fucking pirate stuff? Uh, I actually do have Hulu. Um, and I'm I, there. I was literally the last person off the plane because I wanted to finish the episode <laughs> that I was watching. Oh, gotta finish. Yeah. Um. HBO Max has all the Reno 911s. So I started watching season one or whatever recently. And this always bugs me with like old shows on streaming. And like, I'll take what I can get. So, like, I'm not actually complaining, but like, they upconverted it to like HD stuff because like these are from like 2006 or something, like way before um, any good HD. And they like, the end of the show, it's like the old Comedy Central, like, credits, you know what I mean? Like, the banner across the bottom, and then, like, just the credits roll on top of it or whatever. Um, But it's the old logo that's, like, 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, But I don't get why, like, you see it on, um, if also on Hulu, if you ever find yourself re-watching old Jersey Shore episodes, they have, like, the... pre-commercial break teaser and then post-commercial break recap um i just googled it because i was interested um high definition television started broadcast in 720p uh in 1998 yeah but nobody fucking did that they also no one had no no, well no normal people had hd tvs because that's Nineteen ninety eight and HDTV was what like ten grand. So I remember two people who had. Well, no, my uncle had the first widescreen TV that I ever saw, and like I just which didn't, uncle was this? My uncle Paul. Oh, it was. Yeah. It wasn't the uncle I was thinking no, of. I, he may have had one too. I don't know, but this is like the first one that I ever saw, and I remember it was whenever Saving Private Ryan was aired uncut on abc so like 98 or 99 or something um i don't know why i remember any of that shit but i do pretty random and it was the toshiba um but it was the first like it was the big box big screen you know like those fucking things you had with wheels on it yeah, that like the all of the components were like underneath in an equally sized thing yes and it was just like a widescreen TV, and he was like, yeah, so like this will be the future. Everything's going to be shot shot in widescreen, and so like you're not going to see the black bars. And I remember him being like, 
that was like a big selling point for him is that like it's gonna just take up the whole screen and then most fucking shit you watch now like still fucking has black bars on it yeah i i don't know uh i I don't get it but the first the first person that i know who had one of those was um uncle martin they oh. got they had one in their basement and it was like it was like the best thing ever. He was he loved that. And then I'll have to tell you who it is off the podcast, but because it's, it's not that it's relevant, but I, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Not because of anything bad, but it's just like whatever. Um, his dad had one and he had the HD the first HD TV and it was like I don't know it was like a thirty six inch forty two inch maybe, but like the box TV still like it wasn't on the ground. It was like in a yeah. cabin or whatever, but like it was the box TV with the big, whatever. Um, and it was like, I was it 480. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, could I mean, it have been, it's probably that that was probably 480. Yeah. So it was like, maybe uh, no, probably not. I don't know. And I remember being like, Oh, it's, it's not that different. Like I, it's a little bit crisper, but like, I don't know what the big deal is. And then someone got either 720 or 10, 1080 P whatever the fucking first one was. 1080 P. Then I was like, Oh, okay. Now I get it. And he wanted to have people over to like watch a game or something. And the guy who had the 1080 TV was like, Oh no, like, HD is not all the same. Like there are different levels of it, and this guy like just didn't understand it. <laughs> Those are the two TV stories that I remember. Um, yeah, there was one other, and this was like this was way before like HD TV was a thing. I just remember I went over to um, one of my uncle's friends' houses. Who he lived in Glencoe on Lake Michigan. That should give you an idea. Yeah, and he had in in his like in his living room he had one of those like um mr macintosh like giganto <laughs> screw like movie like screen size screen yeah but was it a projector or was it a i TV? have absolutely no idea but it was ma- massive it's still to this day like sticks out and i'm sure it seemed like way 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 bigger because i was probably like eight yeah and I was just like, oh, my God. So the uncle you were thinking of, we'll have to ask his kid, my cousin, if he had like an 80-inch TV or something at one point. And I remember that being, I'm like, I'll never see a TV this big in person ever again. Yeah. And then now, like, you can get like a shitty 80-inch TV on Amazon for like a 1000 bucks. <laughs> yep. Or you can be like West Justice and get a 95-inch TV that's 4K. Well, so like I don't get – because like obviously you know I'm in the market for a new TV. I have been since my other one fucking caught on fire in March or April. Like right, I've been in the market for a TV since the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, we, we talked about it on the podcast. Did we talk about how like I smelled burning for like several days in a row? I don't know if we talked about that. And I was trying to tell Kristen, I'm like, dude, I swear to God, it's coming from the TV. Oh, somebody else mentioned that. They're like, you call your wife dude? I'm like, I call everybody dude, but whatever. Um, Calm down, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I I swear to God, it's the TV, but like, it's working. And if it was on fire, would it still be working? Turns out, yes, the it will. Is yes. Until enough of it burns up. And then it lights on fire. Then there was a huge fucking spark and then like legit smoke coming out of the TV. 
Really? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if Apt has like a warranty. I already fucking disposed of it. I guess I should have looked into it before. Uh, yeah, but that's that sounds like some sort of manufacturer defect. You probably could have gotten at least like half your money back. Yeah, I probably should have put up a fuck. I should have just called our guy and been like, "Hey, who do I have to call and put up like the biggest stink with?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, you now. Actually, you definitely should have. That was like now our quote. Our guy is a general manager of this store, oh. so he probably would have just given you a new TV. Um, actually, I'll call him because I need to get a new TV. Um, and I'll just like explain the whole story, but not ask for anything free, and just hope that like he can like up the delivery date. Unless you still have cronies in there, I do. Okay, because then whatever. That was the best part about when you worked there. It was like, hey, I just ordered this stuff from our guy. Can you have it here like tomorrow, maybe? Yeah, I could see what I could do. That, okay. And yours, yours were always easy because it was never, nothing ever needed to be installed. So it was like at most, like drop a, it a forty-five minute stop. Exactly. I'm like, all you got to do is just get it in the house. And honestly, even if you don't bring it in the house, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that that was the other thing too, because it's like, oh, if they're busy, I'll just like leave a note in here. Like, you can drop this in the driveway. They'll bring it inside. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I just need it on the premises at some point tomorrow. Um, but. There was one time um, our guy wasn't working, so he told me to call some, or talk to some other guy there because my mom was looking at like a new washer or whatever, and like she needed it yesterday. Um, and so we go in, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, like PJ told me to talk to you, whatever." So like that's how you know you get good price. Um, <laughs> it's good deal, buddy. And then we were talking about stuff, whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, um, so." I know you need this soon, but like delivery is like two weeks out. And I'm like, oh, please, that won't be a problem. (laughs) And then my mom, like my mom didn't get it, even though I told her, I'm like, hey, we need to go as soon as possible because like, I don't want to tell PJ that like we needed it yesterday. Like he knows it and we'll get it done as fast as he can. But like. I also like to give the guy enough time, whatever. So she didn't understand what any of that meant. So I gave you the order number the next day, and you're like, oh, yeah, it'll be there tomorrow. Um, And she was like, wow, that was so quick. I thought he said two weeks. I'm like, yeah, he said two weeks. But PJ said, like, just give me your order number when you're done, and I'll take care of it. (laughs) Yeah, I got a guy. There's Like, having a guy anywhere is, like, the best feeling on earth. Oh, it's it's always good to have a guy. Especially when it's for some, like, it's for you, but it's not directly for you. And so, like, you make it happen, and they're like, oh, my God, can we do this every time? <laughs> well, no, hang on. Yeah. Um, that's the other hard part is, like, deciding when you call in favors for people. Like, my mom, it's easy favor. Brother, easy favor. But, like, after that, then you're just kind of like, oh, no. That's, like, my brother, he gets, like, one really good discount on one item a year for his company. Yeah, they are the worst because we sold that at that job. Yeah. And I bought one of those and my discount, I think, was, like, the most that I could get off, I think, was, like, $10. So they... You should have just talked to him because they do get a friends and family oh, discount. When I, it, when I bought it, I think it might have been before he started working there. He, either. I got him the job. It was um, it, when he got out of college. It was like 2011. Yeah, I think I, I'm, I, you know what? I might have bought it the year before. Okay. Um, but he, uh, they get a f- friends and family discount. And like, it's pretty decent enough, I guess, because it's, 
definitely the lowest price you'll ever see, but it basically saves you f- like it's the same discount as if you buy Apple Care or whatever, which is like something that like I highly recommend. Of all extended warranties, like that's the only one I'll stand by. I don't own any Apple products. So. We know. You know, we know, we know, we know. Um, but he gets like that one monster discount and he always like he saves it for himself. And he's always like in December, he's like, OK, I decided I'm not going to buy a new computer or a new phone, whatever. Um, if you want to use my discount, and I'm like, I'm not going to buy a fucking like several thousand dollar item on a whim. Yeah, right. Like. What what are you gonna do? Like, are you just gonna like try and plan for that? And like, hope he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna use it. And you're like, all right, good. I've been planning. Well, I've been waiting, so please go grab me this one. It'll be perfect. It's just what I wanted. Yeah. Um. But whatever. I think I no. I actually no. I know I never used it because my last two computers were his hand me downs. <laughs> yes, that's even better. That's the best. This discount. computer is a touche hand me down. That's the best discount. Well, and he's like, okay, so I wiped the memory and then I've upgraded all the operating systems already. So you're good to go. It's like, he gives you, it's like, Hey, here, come take my old car. By the way, I gave it an oil change, new tires, tire rotation, like everything. You're good to go. Yeah. And washed it for you. Yeah. Drive it off the lot. Full tank of gas. Full detail. Sure. Um, so this episode is airing the day after the Royal Rumble. That was another reason why we couldn't record. Yes. Because you're like, Hey, I, I, cause you texted me, whatever, whoever is golfing with you has to leave by noon. So you're like, I'll be able to take a nap and then I will be able to record that night. And I like did the math. I'm like, Oh no, that's the rumble. Yeah. Which thank you for reminding me because as we all know, it's my personal favorite WWE event. It's mine too. Like I enjoy WrestleMania, but like it is so fucking long. The rumble, you can like tune out until the rumble and then you're fucking locked in. Yeah. Cause you like what, um, the Roman reigns, Kevin Owens, last man standing like, eh. I haven't even looked at the card. I don't I, even know who's. I, I haven't. I pulled. I pulled it up when I saw Rumble was on the thing, so I could talk like I know what I'm talking about. I haven't watched wrestling since WrestleMania. Same. I haven't. Uh, no, watched, that's not true. I've watched some Monday nights. I hadn't watched wrestling before that since the Royal Rumble, and then I hadn't watched wrestling before that since WrestleMania. Yeah, I always. I always like to throw in some. <clears throat> Oh, you know, some some Monday nights. No, it wasn't WrestleMania. I watched Money in the Bank. I remember that because yeah. it, was, it was like the height of quarantine. Yeah, and nothing was, was on. It was the height of quarantine, and Gronk was there. I watched Money in the <laughs> Bank too. That was when Otis won on the rooftop of the WrestleMania Performance Center. Yes, yeah, that would that had the Money in the Bank. I don't know if it was like the height of quarantine. I'd just been locked in my house for so long. But I feel I really enjoyed Money in the Bank. And, like, obviously you and I were live texting the whole time. <laughs> That's the best is finding who is watching it, who is also watching it, and then just live texting, like, who is this guy? Blah, blah, blah. I hate him. Yeah. Except for Otis. Otis is a big fatso, and he's just funny. Um. Yeah, there were some there were some good matches in that Money in the Bank. I feel like this conversation is reminding me of I think it was our first. It definitely was our first episode when we recapped the like Middle East WrestleMania, whatever they fucking called that in Dubai. Oh yeah, the um, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. That's what it was. Um, oh, I thought it was like the. 
Arabian jewel or something. Oh, the crown jewel. Yeah, the crown. Sorry, jewel they had the crown jewel. That was the like Middle East WrestleMania, and then they they made so much fucking money on it. They just did another one, and they just they okay. So the sheiks or whatever over there like pay WWE a shitload of money to put on a show there, and they get all these like old wrestlers to come, and they all make a shitload of money, whatever. Um. Then they all got in hot water because, like, either they didn't have a women's match because, like, women's rights over there are, like, definitely questionable at all. Um, And so they got in a bunch of hot water. So the sheiks were just like, hey, we'll pay you more money, but this time you can bring women, but they can't fucking do anything but, like, show up and leave. Um and then we also want you to put on a Royal Rumble. And they're like, uh, well, it's going to cost more money. And they're like, okay, that's fine. Not a problem. So they put on a fucking Royal Rumble, Rumble in, in July. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that first, I, I can't even bring myself to listen to those first two episodes again because, like, they're so bad. We recapped a Royal Rumble that was a week old. And people still listen to it. Like people are like, "Oh, I just found the podcast. I'm gonna start from the beginning." I'm like, "Please don't, please, please don't. don't, please don't." Just start at like episode forty or something. Like don't. And then if it's bad audio, skip to the next one. Yeah, pretty much. That's like the only time I get fucking self conscious. Yes, we didn't know what we were doing. It's fine. We evolved as a podcast. Not saying we're good, but we evolved. Also, because we're recording this like way fucking early, we're going to have to record on the Saturday before the Super Bowl before, because yeah. Friday is a rough and rowdy and it's been like a year since the last rough and rowdy. Well, we can um we can do a we can recap the rough and rowdy. We could do that because I'm going to watch that. My favorite part about watching, watching Rough and Rowdies is Kristen, who is Krav Maga level three. Like she'll, it's not that she'll kick someone's ass. It's just if you try and attack her, she'll kick your ass. Like it's self defense, but whatever. Um, don't try it because <laughs> I'll shoot your ass. Um, Allegedly, yeah, whatever. It's not. That's neither here nor there. Um, so she's like familiar with fighting and stuff. Um, so like it's in fucking West Virginia or whatever, some fucking hillbilly state. And they, they do that. And Kristen makes fun of like all these fucking idiots who don't know how to fight. And then they do like the ring girl competition, which it's like all these fucking meth head hillbillies who are like in it. Kristen, like I thought she liked making fun of the fighting people more, but I think she likes making fun of the hillbilly ring girls more. So we'll get to recap all of that um, on the next episode. And Jose Canseco is supposed to be fighting a kid from Barstool. Maybe we'll do some, uh, that's going to be electric. Maybe we'll do some, uh, some Super Bowl. Oh, that was the other thing. Oh, that was going to say, we're not going to have Dr. De Niro on because we need to stop having people on to talk about betting and then the episode airs after that event has already happened. Yeah. Dr. De Niro might be okay with it. We just might ask him how football season went. Um, We just might have to send him a fucking microphone or like a Bluetooth 
Yes, yeah, so I don't know. He needs to he needs to figure something out. I don't know what it is because he has an iPhone, so like he could just use that instead. Because he said he had to get. He's like, I have to get my Bluetooth earpiece, and I didn't know what that meant until we got him on the horn. And now I know it was probably that like Motorola earpiece with that little like arrow coming out the side. Yeah, like that's what I imagined he was wearing. Yeah, so. I I assume that Santa had AirPods because he sounded fine. Santa had AirPod. He only had one ear in, which is why he didn't sound as crisp as Kristen or myself when I called in. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe the Crawdad Man had... Crawdad Man sound, sounded good. I haven't heard it on the podcast, but in my ears, he sounded good. Sounded strong. Yeah. He has some... What did we call the episode? Uh, redneck shit. He has some, Man. some really good redneck headphones, so yeah. that worked out. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but okay. So the Steves and I had like a side because I I have to handle money for sports stuff for them, um, and we were talking about things. And he sent me a picture of his breakfast, and it was like home fries, eggs, and sausage patties. And he was like, "Oh, I got my gambling breakfast." And I was like, "Oh, I had steak and eggs today. I'm like right on par with you." And then we were talking about how good sausage patties are compared to links. Yes, mostly. The I'm waiting for you to say something. I just because there is like an answer or two. It's okay, but. They're, I think it's because um, I the best link I ever had was like a blueberry maple sausage link. Yeah, I can't think of. I think they're it's either Johnsonville or Jimmy Dean. One of them is they make like a really good uh, sausage link. Yeah, one of the, it's definitely one of those because it was like a blueberry maple or whatever. Yeah, it was. I think it, it was might very be good. Jimmy Dean. I think it's Jimmy Dean, and they do like. These little mini breakfast sausages, and they do like those ones. There's they do just a regular maple one, and they do like uh, maple smoked. They're very good. Um, but I generally, just, yes, patties are the way to go. Yeah, if you're just doing like a plain sausage, patties the way because you get like the little crisp on the outside. Like it's yeah, very nice. But that's also why those um, the one sausage that I'm thinking of because they're more like the patty. They don't have a casing. So you get a little crisp on there too. That's the key. Like the casing just doesn't crisp up on you. It yeah. Just like it just gets hard, but not in a good way. Yeah, that's I a hundred percent agree. So it depends on what sausage links. Um. So speaking of Doctor De Niro, he was here when we saw him in person years ago, before he was a doctor, when he was in gambling medical school. Yeah. Um, your childhood friend neighbor or something is that what she is uh yeah they live down the street from okay us. your childhood neighbor who's like a couple years older than you yeah okay she was over at your house when me and dr de niro the me and de niro at the time yeah came over and we were just talking whatever and then she, degree. she was telling us she's like hey we're having a birthday party for my husband. Why don't you guys all come over? And it was me, you, De Niro, and your dad, right? Nobody yeah. else went? I th uh, maybe. Maybe they went, but not with us, obviously, because yeah. of the next reason. <laughs> yeah. So I, th I think we, yeah, they w left before us, I think, <laughs> whoever else went. We had, to, we had to make our, we had to 
finish our gift gift wrapping. Well, it was a birthday party for a man I had never met before. I don't know if you had met him. Before. I'd, I'd met him. Yeah. Okay. I had never met him before. So I'm like, I, we better bring a gift for him. And you're like, well, what should we get? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's go find something. So we went through your closet or your dad's closet or somebody's closet. I think it might've been Peter's. Okay. We went through somebody's closet and found a NASCAR jacket. What brand was it? Uh, oh no! Was it no? It was a picture. I'm sorry. It was a, yeah, it was a picture, and it, it was. Uh, I want to say it was Dale Earnhardt. I th- maybe Dale Junior. I th- I think it was Dale Earnhardt. Like I'm seeing black and red in my head, but I don't know if we would have signed a dead man's name. Yeah, you know what? I De Niro th- might have, but we, you and I, yeah. are. You know what? Death. I think it was. I think it was Dale Jr. Okay, that would make more sense, like back when he was a little dork. Um, So we decided to take the picture out of the frame, and we Googled Dale Earnhardt Jr. signature, and then De Niro did his best Dale Earnhardt Jr. impression, and we signed it for him. And we thought this will be a great gag gift and we'll tell him it's a fake signature, but he should hang it up anyways and tell everybody it's real, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, so we get there. Did not go as planned. <laughs> we give it to him and he's like, oh my God, wait right here. And we're like, oh, okay. And he comes upstairs like wearing a NASCAR yeah, jacket. Yeah, like a Dale Jr. jacket. Yeah, and he was like, this is the best gift I ever got. And like right then and there, we're like, yeah, we uh, all like kind of looked at each other. And we're like, we can't say anything. It was just like, everybody keep your mouth shut because this signature is real as far as we know. Technically, it is a real signature. It's a real signature. It's just it not just by just Dale not Jr. Dale Jr., yeah. So it was a party, whatever. Um, your neighbor's brother came by and we were near the fridge for some reason and he like opened it the, saw yeah, that it was like it was, the house was like tiny and i think you me and de niro were like hiding out in the kitchen because it was like packed in the other room and we were just like grabbing beers out of the fridge and then he came like firing in and like pulled open the fridge it's like oh yeah there's beers in there and he pulls out a whipped cream can well and he's like so okay we were like 20 we were like 22 or 23 or something. Like we weren't yeah. young. We weren't old, whatever. Um, but he was like, Hey, anybody want to do some whippets? And I thought it was a joke until like two seconds later, he like put it to his mouth and did some whippets. And we're like, no, I think we're good. And then he did it again. And then your neighbor, his sister came in for whipped cream and there was no CO2 left. Yeah, and then he like yeah he like did a couple whippets, put it back in the fridge. He's like, I'm gonna go smoke a joint. Yeah, he was like fucked out of his mind after his little fucking holy trinity of weed, beer, and whippets. No, he didn't have a beer. He had a giant glass of whiskey. Oh, whatever, tomato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a <laughs> that was quite a party. Also, that uh, who we were talking about, that guy whose birthday party it was. Yeah. Um, I got a, an angry call from his wife after I like ran into him at a bar and we ended up staying out all night. <laughs> and she called me in the morning and she was like, you're not allowed to hang out with my husband anymore. I was like, what? Why not? And she goes, I woke up this morning and he's passed out butt naked on her bathroom floor. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was him. I thought it was deaf Nate. Mm-mm. No, 
No, so, Def Nate's still allowed to hang out with me. Well, I mean, I knew he was still allowed to hang out with you anyways, but like, I thought the story was about him, but whatever. Um, that guy, your neighbor's, your ex-neighbor's white husband, yeah. went to my high school, but he's like several years older. Yeah, he's an older gentleman. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, she's older, and then he's just like two years older than her. So. Yeah. Um, Kristen has this shirt, which, like, if the Chiefs end up winning, she's not going to be allowed to wear for the Super Bowl. Um, it. She thought it was fucking hilarious. She ordered it last week. It came, like, Monday. She washed it and was, like, waiting to wear it today. And it just says, I just hope both teams have fun. And she thinks it's so funny. It's the height of comedy. She kept like she put it on and then like woke Mackenzie up from her nap and was like reading it to her. She's like, see, this is what it says, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, funny mommy is. I told her, I'm like, no, you needed to get a shirt that said, I just hope my husband wins his bets because that's a real shirt that we should make and sell. Speaking of that, I was thinking about our deal with Action Park Media is that we should push for... They can sell ads for free on the podcast, and then we'll split net profits on merch sale 50-50, and then we'll renegotiate everything after 12 months, but we'll just give them a 12-month lease on our intellectual property. Yeah, we could do that. I feel like that's fucking pretty stand-up that, that, deal. That might, uh, that might, that might end, end run our, our media deal with Gas Station TV, though. Um, yeah, I think like this action part could lead to more than us being on gas station TV. It's a bigger play. Um, but that, whatever, that's just me. Um, what was I going to say about that? I had smart money's in gas station TV. Fucking, um, I just hope my husband wins his bets. T-shirts, Action Park Media. I think those would fucking sell. You just have like brother, husband, that like all that shit. Yeah, why well, let's we'll make them. We'll put them in the store. We can put them in the store. Um, you'll have to make it though because I don't. My Photoshop has lapsed. Oh yeah, I still have mine. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was I gonna say? I had a fucking deal for Action Park that was worth money. I should fucking write these down at some point. <laughs> That's my biggest problem. I'm a big ideas man, but like I don't write them down, and so the ideas come and go, and then it's just me being like. Oh, I, I had, had a great, something for us. I had a great idea, but that's like getting hired. Like it, I remember there was an office episode where they were hiring a new manager, and he's like, I have a five-part plan to save your business. And, and like, it's Will Arnett. Yeah, and they're like, okay, what is it? And he's like, okay, I'll give you part one of part two, but I won't, I'll give you the first half of part two, but I can't give he's you the like, whole I can't thing. give you the whole part. It's a great it's a great move. We were talk- we were just talking about that episode at work actually. I was like, "Oh man, that was a great episode. They had a lot of good cameos in there." Jim Carrey was in it. Jim Carrey was the Finger Lakes guy, Warren Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> What's your re- mileage reimbursement? Yeah. Um, I obviously James Spader, but uh yeah. who James Spader in the office when it was live I fucking hated him. I thought it was so bad, blah, blah, blah. The more I rewatch it, he's so good. He's one of the better characters on the whole, but like the best character in those seasons. Yeah, absolutely. I I love when he leaves and he's like, you don't even know my real name. I'm the fucking Lizard King. (laughs) Um, 
the episode. No, I don't even want. We don't have to fucking do that. We don't have to fucking act out every Office episode. Sometimes that's a problem that we do a lot. When we're like, hey, remember that time? And then we just like explain an episode of The Office. Yeah, but that was just making a point. That yeah, whatever. Is life in big city? Um, fuck, man. Action part. Can you pause it for two seconds? And let me think yeah. for a second. And we're bad. I can't think of it. I don't know what it is. But, like, I have so many ideas for them as a company as a whole. I know Kevin Conley's, like, trying to take money to expand. But, like, I got a lot of good ideas for that, too. I don't want to see him get, like, eaten by the sharks. Yeah, you sound like Jack Black in Orange County. I got these I, fucking ideas, man. This is running through my brain. Like a hat that goes, beep. Yeah, speaking of not quoting things. <laughs> these are just things that, like, I... So I think it's like me, you, and the O'Shea boys are the only people who've seen Orange County like 400 times. I mean, it's a great movie. I know Grandpa Pete has seen it a bunch because he'll comment on um, when he burns down the library or whatever. Not the <laughs> library, but like the student fucking... What? Yes. You get it. Um, I well, We're going to run out of steam because I can't think of that fucking million dollar idea I had for Action Park. Yeah. So aside from having our first ep- like our first however many episodes, we'll just be interviewing all of their other podcast and, hosts. And yeah, and talking talking about their podcasts, asking Ethan Supley like questions about Mallrats, Clerks Two, and then American History X. <laughs> My name is Earl, but whatever that too. <laughs> I wonder if he talks about American History X because like. It's a very good movie, and, like, he plays, like, the most hateable character in, like, that entire movie. Maybe the girlfriend, um, Vicky Valancourt. Yeah. But. I don't know. I He also plays, like, a fucking Nazi, so, like, I'm sure he doesn't. Because I think some people like that movie for the wrong reasons, and I, that's probably why he probably doesn't talk about it a lot. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah. And, I mean. It obviously was a movie made in a much different time in America. It's it's a really, like, it tells a good story, and, like, it shows how you can be brainwashed very easily and how, like, certain cults or organizations will, like, pick on weak-minded people and, like, almost bully them into belief. But whatever. Like, it's it's a really good story. It's, um, what's his fucking name? Um... Edward Norton? No. Edward Furlong? Yes, the Eds. <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Furlong. Yeah. That's okay. So Edward Furlong was in Detroit Rock City, Terminator 2, and American History X. Like, he's not in a lot of movies, but, like, he's in, that's, like... Yeah, that's true. He's in some absolute bangers. And I know Detroit Rock City didn't have fucking big box office success, and American History X didn't, but it was, like, it's a very well-respected film. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Terminator 2 did, but, like, that, his IMDb is not long. Yeah. Are I, you on it? I just... Yeah, I pulled it up. Uh, after Detroit Rock City, he was in a he was in a movie, Porn Star: The Legend of Ron Jeremy, <laughs> as himself or as, as himself. Like a, okay, so he was just interviewed. Yeah, because probably because so. he was in Detroit Rock City with Ron Jeremy. He's yeah, the guy who most likely when he asks, he's like, "Oh, you got any kiss?" And they're like, "No." And then he pukes on stage, and we describe another movie again. Yep, and the bartender's name I can't is not- Sirloin. No, the bartender's name is Dickie. Sir Loin is a stripper. Let's get it right. I always get that one wrong. Anyways, does that mean we're we're done? I just hope 
both listeners have fun. <laughs> okay, bye. There once was a ship that put to sea, and the name of that ship was the Billy a T. The winds blew hard about it down. Blow me, bully boys, blow. <laughs> Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tongue in is done, we'll take our leave and go. She had not been two weeks from shore when down on her a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale in tow. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Before the boat had hit the water, the whale's tail came up and caught her. All hands to the side, harpooned and fought her when she dived down below. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. No line was cut, no whale was freed. The captain's mind was not on greed, but he belonged to the whaleman's creed. She took that ship in tow. <laughs> Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. For forty days or even more, the line went slack, then tight once more. All boats were lost, there were only four, but still that whale did go. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. As far as I've heard, the fight's still on, the line's not cut, and the whale's not gone. The wellerman makes his irregular calls to encourage the captain, crew, and all. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Oh.